0: This episode is brought to you by the amazing and powerful life of Jason Pompa. I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you, this message is for you, this message is singular to you, it's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get, it's not hard to get, it's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. Hey, are you happy? We're here to help your life be happier. What's up, Happy Lifer? You're road tripping with Stevo today, I'm down in Southern California for a few reasons. Number one, uh, I'm pretty excited about this one. Uh, we, I've been down here recording Happy Life Studios' first ever IGTV, Instagram TV, uh, a TV show that we're putting together for Instagram. We've been wanting to bump up our Instagram presence for a while. By the way, we're looking for somebody that loves Instagram that would be willing to help us post some stuff. I have so many thoughts and ideas and dreams in my head. I had a happy lifer come to me with the other day and uh, you know he had an idea for me. But I asked him if he was willing to help me with it. It sounded like he really couldn't do it. And I said, well, I don't, I don't need any more ideas. I've got a thousand ideas running through my head already. I've got dozens and dozens of dreams and direction that I want to go, but I just, I just can't do it all because I'm, I'm not an administrative type person. I'm, I'm also not a type A type person. I'm not a... Um, implementer so to speak so I have all these dreams just sitting in my head and I would say sitting idle in my head but they're not sitting still at all I mean they are constantly moving they're constantly bugging me don't forget this don't forget this You know. and uh, I told him I said I don't need any more dreams or ideas unless someone wants to help with those dreams or ideas then I'm down with that you know I'm wide open for that Happy Life Studios isn't just about Stevo um, it's about all of us have a message, and Happy Life Studios wants to help spread that message. Especially right now, we need to spread the message of happy. We need to get this happy-demic going. That's the best way, we think, to, to combat a pandemic is by spreading a happy-demic. And, you know, it's kind of cool because this happy lifer has said, okay, I'd be willing to help you, and so that's really cool. we got a lot of stuff that's been, been boiling a little bit, been simmering, been marinating, so... If you're interested in helping us with our Instagram and you love, love doing something like that, I don't need ideas. I don't mind ideas, but what I, what I need as much as anything is someone that would be willing to take it and help us run with it a little bit. So you, you contact us, call us, and leave a voice message on YoStevo. That's 425-200-HAYS, H-A-Y-S, 425-200-4297. Or you can email us at podcast at dot studio. Podcast at happy studio And help us for this happy on a whole nother level. So anyway, I've been recording this IGTV and I've never put together a TV show before. It's going to be a series. It's going to be called Road Trippin' Alone. My wife and I have been watching a show, a series called Alone. It's on the History Channel. And it's a show where They take 10 contestants and they drop them out in the middle of nowhere all by themselves. And they get to bring 10 items with them. They get to pick whatever 10 items that they want to bring. And then it's survival, man. It's just they've got to build their own shelter. They've got to find their own food. And um, I don't know. We're probably on the third or fourth season that we've been watching so far. And so lately I've been feeling like I just need to reset. You know, when, when you're on the computer... And you open up all these windows or you or you try dinking around with a program on the computer or or you know, my father in law, man, I love my father in law. We used to tease him all the time, but he he knew enough about the computer to get that into the very inner workings, but didn't know enough how not to mess it up when he got in there. He loved He loved fixing stuff. He loved, you know, searching inside the computer and trying to fix this, trying to fix that. But then he would get everything messed up and and the computer wouldn't work right. And sometimes it wouldn't work at all. And what we had to do several times was just reset the whole thing. Had to reset the computer, had to go go back to its original settings, you know. And that's where I've been lately. Um, I've been putting out a lot, you know, dishing out a lot, helping a lot of people. Um, pouring out a lot of encouragement to a lot of people, but that can drain you when you do that. You know, a happy demig can be can be draining, honestly, and I just, you know, with all the stuff that's going on, I imagine we could all use a reset right now, and that's just what I've been feeling, but I've been feeling this for a while. Before before January, before this pandemic even hit, i just been feeling really thin, really frail, um, just feeling like, man, I got to get away from everything, get away from it all, and just get my mind back, just reset my brain. And and so that's one reason why I came down here. My wife and I were making a joke because here we're watching people on alone, you know, that have a hatchet and, uh, you know, on a tarp, and they're out there living in the wilderness. And I'm, on the other hand, I'm going on this reset retreat, and which was really cool because it was provided all by happy lifers. I mean, a happy lifer replied to a a Facebook post I just said man I want to reset and does anyone have like a cabin or something I thought someone might have a cabin you know where I live you know an hour away half hour away whatever couple hours away and I just drive to it and spend you know a few days a week something like that one happy lifer actually went on there and says we just got a brand new camper and you're welcome to use it and so they took their camper brand new camper beautiful camper and they put it on this private lake that their parents live on so only people that live there or our family or friends or the people that live there can get on this lake. They filled up the refrigerators with food and they even bought my ticket on the way down. I just finished that and I am in such a position of one of the biggest things of Reset is just this gratefulness this thankfulness that someone will be so generous to fly me down and and let me use their brand new camper and even pay for the daily fees for an entire week. Uh, I mean, that was a huge part of Reset, just about as anything was. And so I've got about 60 or 70 videos that I've been recording on that thing. And we're making fun of it because we're, you know, I kept saying, here I am in this air-conditioned, brand-new camper on a lake, you know, and I'm probably going to last two days because there's no people. And California is, is shut down right now, so, you know, the restaurants aren't open, the theaters aren't open, nothing is really open except for drive through and Walmart, you know, and so I kept joking with my wife, I'm like, all these people are eating seaweed, and they're eating, you know, they're eating slugs, and and they're living with a hatchet and a tarp, (laughs) and they're lasting, you know, 60 days, 100 days, and and, in the Arctic, some of them, and here I am, you know, in a brand new camper, and I'm probably going to last two days, and then Christine said, you should record that, you should do your, your own alone series, and I was like, oh my goodness, babe, that is a that is a great idea. So I I I can get overwhelmed easy. And like I said, I've got hours of content that I've recorded. But I think there's a lot of good stuff in there. And uh, I don't know how to put all those random thoughts together into, you know, like six-day IGTV thing. But we're going to give it a try. We're going to post it as well on, on YouTube and on Facebook. And who knows if it goes well. I think we're going to continue to do Road tripping with Steve-O just like this and whenever I I travel I'm gonna record some stuff and put it on Road tripping with Steve-O, put it on IGTV and all our other venues. But I'm pretty excited for the future and I'm pretty excited because I had my reset and the reset was fantastic. Another reason why that Happy Lifer bought me the ticket because we have a mutual friend who, it's sad, it's very sad, a mutual friend who, at 37, passed away. And so this happy lifer got a hold of me and said, I'll fly you down here if you want to come to the memorial service. His name is Jason, and he was quite the man. I knew him from when I used to speak at youth camps and youth retreats. There's a bunch of youth down here in Southern California that are now adults and have families in fact, I'm staying at one of their houses right now, and I'm taking advantage of the fact that all their kids are gone. And so there's silence in here, and so I thought I better jump on this thing. But to be honest with you, I haven't had much energy or strength to even record any other podcasts. I'm sorry that we've been on a little hiatus, but I just needed to pull away. I guess I, I could have called it the end of season. And starting a new season, then I could take a couple weeks off and it would sound better. But I just had to get my brain away and I just had to reset it all. But this group of youth that were a youth ministry at a church down here called Crossroads, and I had done, I don't know, 10 years or so of retreats with them. And Jason was on those retreats. And I remember watching Jason on those retreats. all All these people that I've, you know, the family I'm staying with right now, I remember her when she was like, 13 years old, and now she's a mom with three kids. And, dude, am I getting old or what? Why are you so old? Um, but to watch her grow up, and to, and she's married to one of the guys that was in that group, and to watch them grow up and, and, and raise their kids and stay in their house, and ah, uh, it is just, I can't explain the feeling, but it's very satisfying. In fact, at one point when I'm at the the reset, I called up my wife, and I, and I said, hey, babe, I just don't feel like this... This reset is working. I mean, I still don't feel reset yet, and I only have another full day. And she said, but you know what? Maybe part of your reset will come around people. And that's true, because sometimes I need to get away from people because I've been pouring out so much to people that people will drain me, even my friends. And other times, I need to be around people because they feed me. And Christine even said that, when she dropped me off at the airport, when I got out of the car to get on the plane, she said, Steve, your energy level changed, because I had been home for months, and I haven't been home that long for years and years and years. I mean, every month or so, I'm on another trip, you know, and so my whole energy level changed. I called her on the phone to tell her I didn't feel like my reset was complete, you know, and, and she says, man, what's going on with you? I said, what? She says, your energy level is like crazy right now, and so it just fed me, and and being in these happy lifers' home that I watch grow up from kids and young adults That has been feeding me too and I just, I feel reset and I just want to say this, that resetting is very important and getting away is very important. Solitude is very important. Getting around other people is very important. I mean, whatever you have to do, if you're in a situation like I am and I think a lot of the world really is, getting away to just think is a good thing. I go to movies by myself a lot. Well, I used to anyway, <laughs> and I'll even go to my favorite restaurant or my favorite fast food joint right before. There's a Panda Express right across the parking lot from the movie theater that I go to, and so I'll go down there early and I'll get Panda Express and and I'll just sit there and I'll think. And oftentimes I I go on a date with with God. I mean, that might seem weird to you, but God made us and He loves us and He He knows what we need to do. He knows the direction we need to take. Right, so. We just need to listen to him. So sometimes I'll do that. I'll just go by myself and I'll sit there and I'll just think. Or I won't think, I'll, but I'll just sit there. And, and then I go to a movie. And so many times in the movie, almost every time in the movie, something is revealed to me. I feel like God shows up and says, pay attention. That guy in the movie, that's you. And this person in the movie, that's me. And, and this situation is like your situation. And, and all of a sudden, my, I'm just enlightened. My eyes just open up. I'm like, I never saw that before. Oh, that's what I need to do, or that's what I've been doing wrong and and so, you know, this a time to reset is so vital. Man, I know the signs. I know when I can't put words together, when I can't think of the simplest of words, you know, when I struggle in conversation. You probably pick that up sometimes in podcasts, probably just especially in the last few um, you know, since February, but when when I get drained, when everything gets discombobulated in my head, I there's a lot of ums and ahs and And maybe you don't notice because I spend a lot of time editing, but I have to do a lot more editing when I am worn out. And uh, so I had to get away on this reset retreat, and I would recommend that for you, even if it's just a few moments. There's a word in the book of Psalms that's called Selah or Selah. I'm not sure. I wasn't alive when it was written, but the word was S-E-L-A-H. Whenever the writer of the poem in the book of Psalms or the chapter in the book of Psalms would write something, when he would ever do a mic drop, he wouldn't say mic drop, he'd say Selah, but it's kind of the same thing. Selah means to take back and just breathe a second, sigh, just think about what was just said, take a moment and pause. You ever read a really good book and you come across something that just hits you right between the eyes and you're like, wow, that is the money, that's the mic drop right there. You got to sit back and just stop reading for a second and just think about that. That's what Salem means, to just pause a moment. So if, if you can't take a week like I was able to do, maybe you can take a moment. When my dad was in the hospital right before he passed, the only way I survived, i take little Selah moments. I would walk outside the hospital doors and I would just take a second and I would pause, I would breathe, I would just sigh, I would just... That sigh was a little moment of a reset. And so even if you just have to stop what you're doing even right now and just... Lean back and just maybe even push pause on the podcast and just breathe in and breathe out and oh. that was a sailor moment. That was a reset moment, and I think it's good to have big reset moments where we can get away for a day, for a weekend, for a week, for a couple of weeks. That's what vacation is all about, right? But we also need the small ones, you know, the hour break where we watch a movie or we Netflix or. You know sometimes we feel guilty for Netflixing, but sometimes we need to power binge a Netflix show or something because you just need that moment to get away from everything. You need to sit down at night when you're finished working, pause while you eat breakfast or you breathe in, you just experience the moment and you you reset because that's what we need for our sanity and to keep our happy going. We need those moments we just can't keep go, 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 go. Because that will wear you out, and pretty soon your body starts breaking down mentally, physically, and we need to take a moment. Even God Himself, at the end of the creator of the world, he took a Sabbath. That means to rest. He took a, a day where he just paused. And even when he got done making, you know, he'd separate the earth from the from the water, right? And then he'd pause and he'd say, Oh, that was good. That was his moment. That was his reset moment. He'd pause it with like a sigh. You know, he would create something and then he'd go, Whew. That was good. I think we got to take those moments and just sit back and look at what we have accomplished instead of looking at what's not accomplished yet. You know, when you leave work and someone says, How was work today? And you're like, I got so much more I got to do. I got so much stuff I got. I got to get back there tomorrow. I got to. You know what? That's seeing it as there's all these things I haven't gotten accomplished yet. But instead of that, look at all the things that you did accomplish that day. And maybe it was just working on one problem for a really long time. But You still got something accomplished, even if it was just one small thing, but it took you all day to try to put the thoughts together. Just because you might not have checked off a lot of boxes at the end of the day, you still worked and thought and tried to figure something out. And you're closer to that answer than you were at the beginning of the day. Even God took a moment of reset and just sat back and goes, that was good, man. That was awesome. God took a mini retreat. Each day he created something, he'd take a mini retreat and he'd sit back and say, Now that was good. Bruce, you have the divine spark. You have the gift for bringing joy and laughter to the world. I know. I created you. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's good. And that's how I feel right now. I'm telling you, that reset retreat was good. So all the happy lifers that made that happen, I'm so grateful, and I want to thank you for that. So I want to talk a second about Jason's memorial. It was quite the memorial. The things that they said about him were just powerful. He was in the military for four years, only four years, but out of those four years, he had all these men that were in the military with him fly from all over the country, literally flew from all over the country to come to his funeral. That was crazy to me. And when they got up and started talking about Jason, what they said about Jason, and and one guy was his staff sergeant, and he put a thing on Facebook saying he was going to Jason's funeral, and if anyone has anything they want to say about Jason, just send it to him. And man, he, he kept getting up and saying, this person just sent me something on Facebook. I want to read it to you. This person just said this about Jason. I want to tell you about it. And the more he talked, the more I loved it. He says, I could go on all day, and I wanted to yell out, do it. Because... I love listening to his stories. I love it when we honor somebody else. I love it when we talk about how great someone is. That just inspires me. Whenever we honor people, it just does something to me. And I just loved how we honored Jason and all the things people said. But the thing that was was amazing to me that I the, the thought that I had that I think is I hope is going to help you the, the way it helped me was Jason didn't feel that way about himself. I know Jason. And Jason had a lot of issues that he was working through. And he had PTSD from the war. I mean, he was a lover. He was a lover, man. He loved people. He loved things. And yet, he had to go to war and go on. He had to went on two different tours of duty. And it was hard on him, man. It was hard on him. They talked about, you know, some of their leaders in the military and how it was difficult. And they'd come back and Jason was always there with his guitar. And he's playing his guitar. And he's making up lyrics about the day and how terrible it was. And he was making everybody laugh and... He spread a happy dimmick in the middle of an epidemic for them. In the middle of a terrible day, he's there using humor and just making up music because he loved to play the guitar. The way everyone talked about Jason revealed to us, you know, we all knew the stud that he was. We all knew the amazing man that he was, but Jason didn't feel that about himself. And his sister got up there and said, even said that. She said, you know what, this is so cool what you guys are saying, but Jason didn't feel this way about himself. So I thought, if Jason could have just heard what everyone was saying about him, which is a, a point that I want to make here is that a long time ago I decided I want to treat people as though, I mean, would it be great if you could be at your funeral? If you could ex- if we knew what people felt about us, if people would tell us how they felt about us as though it was our funeral, but while we were still alive, that would change a lot. But we usually don't tell someone how we feel about them until they're in the hospital, they're really sick or or they're fighting for their life, or they've they've lost their life, and then we tell them what they, the difference they made to us, but we need to hear that every day. And then I thought, I wonder how many of us sitting out here right now are the same way. We've we, Jason didn't feel like he made a difference, and yet he made a huge difference. And how many people, I thought, underneath these tents in the hot California sun, listening to person after person after person talk about, how great this Jason individual was, how many of us aren't in, in exactly the same boat? Like if it were our memorial service right now, there'd be people up there talking about us and how they feel about us and, and how we change their life and it would change how we feel about ourselves. We would live better lives and we would change more people. So realize that you are making a difference and just because people aren't telling you, so two things with that. Just because people aren't telling you what a great person you are doesn't mean that you're not a great person. And just because people aren't telling you because maybe you're not on, your, you're not on a sick bed or you're not in a, at your memorial service, because you're listening to this, obviously, so um, they're not telling you that, but that doesn't mean that you haven't changed some lives out there. I think we need to change our mindset to go, wait a minute, I am making a difference. Instead of looking at the things that we're not doing, like I said, let's look at the positive impact that we are making in our world. Because if you're there and you're loving people, And the more we try to spread out this happy-demic, the more that that it compounds itself, too. So, number one, tell everyone how you feel about them as though it was the memorial service, right? And secondly, we've made a much bigger difference in life than we probably believe that we have. Last thing about Jason. I could go on and on about Jason. Ugh. sorry I just had a Salem moment there myself all these thoughts going on about Jason in my head and which ones am I going to share I just want to share one more thing with you Jason didn't really fit into the military Jason was a lover he wasn't a fighter I'm a lover not a fighter that was Jason and the military was hard on him in a lot of ways in fact, Jason had at least one demotion. I think he had a couple demotions in the military and um, was demoted for some things. And, and even some of his army buddies, they, they talked about that. And they talked about Jason just did some things that, <laughs> that the military didn't like very much. But, and they said the cool thing about Jason is Jason owned it. He owned it. And he said, you're right, that was on me. One of his buddies, I kept getting up and, and talking about all the people that had been talking about Jason from the military and re- realized that Jason was only with them for four years of his 37 years, only four years in the military. And he, these tough guys that were there from the military, man, they're, they're having to walk out because they're crying. They're thinking about Jason. They're telling all these stories. It was, it was quite empowering to see the life, the difference that Jason had made. And Jason felt like he had made no difference at all. And yet he was making a huge difference. And here is one of the biggest signs of it. So the staff sergeant gets up and talks about this one individual that that just sent him this. He said, I want you guys to know something. He says, I don't know how many troops this guy has led. I don't know how many hundreds or thousands of people this guy has led. But this guy that I'm about to share this from, that's going to talk about Jason, uh, that sent me this. He said he was one of Jason's, you know, leaders in the military. But this guy is military man. I mean, capital military. I mean, he is... The Army, in its purest form, he is a military in its purest form. he says this guy has has led hundreds and thousands of people he's military all the way through, and he said something along the lines that he was all of his his warriors could be like jason i 'm like but how is, how does that make sense? Jason got demoted more than once, and yet his influence on this man of the military that was this leader of all these people in the military it just blew me away here's a guy that had struggled with the military and got demoted and when he looks at his life goes man i just got you know i got demoted this i got in trouble for this i did this i screwed this up i blew this but yet he still had an influence on someone who was massive military and he was completely the opposite of that guy i just thought that was amazing So that's where I've been. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that helped. I'm sorry that that I haven't been around the last couple weeks, but I've been resetting and it's been fantastic for me. I'm excited about the Instagram TV. I'm excited about all the happy places we're doing online. Let's keep that happy dimmit going. You You are making a difference and you might feel like you don't fit, but you do, and we need you. D